0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of All Fighters Follow Me. I'm Ted,
1: And I'm Senator Faith.
0: All Fighters Follow Me is an armchair adventures podcast. Uh, This week we wanted to get a little talking in about the new ship releases that have been out for a couple weeks now.
1: New toys. I am so excited to finally have a gigantic Rebel ship.
0: It had been a long time since Rebels got a new release outside of some upgrade cards and Rebellion in the room, so it's definitely... Uh, a long time coming.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's also good to have a powerful front arc ship, which you have with the Liberty. But a lot of Rebel stuff is side arcs.
0: Yeah, and I would say, like, most of your more durable ships are side arc-based, so having a front arc ship that not only hits hard, but can take hits back as well, is, is a pretty big change for you.
1: Mm-hmm. We've also got one new Imperial ship the onager
0: yeah the onager's been really interesting to fly considering it has a super weapon that allows you to attack outside of normal ranges the it uses a special rule called ignition that they added in where you can at the end of your activation you can place a token inside its uh, special its ignition firing arc which is a special sub arc it has that looks like it should be really narrow but then like. As once you get out further into the board, it ends up being a huge amount of space.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Um, but it, you can either place a token at close range base, but then there's initial. Uh, sorry, then there are upgrades to let you do ignition medium, where you place your token at medium or long, where you place your token at long. And when you do, when you make the attack, you actually measure your uh, weapon range from the token instead of from the ship. <clears throat> so you can end up having a long plus long attack to extreme range which they have also um, made some new uh, forget they, were, they mentioned it and I believe on the forums where it's uh, evades work differently where you can evade two dice at extreme range instead of just the one at long range so it is a little harder to hit small ships but it does still put a lot of damage up mm-hmm. and the two options the upgrade cards are a super heavy heavy composite beam triple lasers which is a medium range, ignition that on a red crit you get to add an extra point of damage uh or the the defender suffers a point of damage for every crit that's a red or blue crit in your pool uh i played against ian recently and he hit me with that and he did a bananas amount of damage he he had a really solid uh crit spamming setup for it and i think he ended up rolling like nine total damage and five of the damage was crits uh, so he ended up doing 5 damage worth of crits from his special crit, so that ended up being 14 total damage, and pretty much completely stripped the shield off of my Kuat. Mm. I wasn't a fan. The other one that I've been using is the orbital Bombardment Particle Cannons, um, which are the long-range ignition, and their crit is sort of like a burst damage, um, where they, the enemy ship or any... Uh, ships or squadrons within distance one of the enemy ship also take damage from like the particle blast wave or something like that. I'm, a, I'm always a huge fan of particle cannons and anything. Um, so I saw there were particle cannons and I'm like, I'm in. I don't care if it's better. I'm in. I want that one.
1: Uh, the Hack also has its own special secret super weapon, the Magnite Crystal Tractor Beam Array, which allows you at the end of your turn to choose a ship at distance 1 to 5 and change their speed to match yours which you can do at speed 0 but then you can't ready the card. Oh, is it an turn. exhaust? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So sure.
1: yeah. And so far I haven't gotten too much action out of that. I had one case where I did slow down an incoming ship to speed 1 just to avoid it. Well, try to avoid it ramming me or at least get them to waste a nav. Sure. Messing with that. Yeah. It's... But I'm looking forward to doing more with it.
0: Yeah, I think it looks like one that definitely has a lot of potential, but might need a lot of practice and good good situational setups. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe having, you know, some uh, tractor beams on your flotillas or something like that could be helpful with that.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to using it against some of those tiny fast ships that try to come in... Throw some external racks at you and then run off. Sounds just like you're say, talking about Hammerhead or my Raiders. Uh, maybe. Just grab them and before they can run off at speed four, say, "Uh-uh, you're gonna stay in play."
0: Yeah, they don't love that.
1: Nope. So, mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah, and uh, one thing I was just looking at is both of the ships have their maneuver charts are identical except for the Onager goes up to speed three. But even at speed three, it has the same yaw, uh, yaw points as the Starhawk
1: does. Oh, yeah. Um. Starhawk also has the same uh, nav chart as the Mcatee.
0: In the home one class. The home
1: one class. It's not very fast. It's not very maneuverable. Um, and I'm still trying to get used to having a ship with a stronger front arc. Because although it's generally the same size and speed as the Mc eighty, you can't fly it the same.
0: No, not at all. It has, it has respectable side arcs once you get close enough. I mean, five dice is, um, it's equal to the MC seventy five side arcs, but they, it it does like the arc lines are almost exactly the same as a home one.
1: Oh yeah, this thing would be wonderful to get double arcs on. That would really bring the hurt.
0: Yeah, I I think I got hit with that the other day in a game, but I can't recall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, no, yeah, I got my Onager got double art recently, and it didn't survive
1: nope. for very long. But also, with Onager, I've also seen you not really naving too much and just staying at speed zero.
0: Yeah, the, the thing that allows that um, to be useful, first off, you get double long-range attacks which means you can attack from very far away without them being able to hit back so if you can drop to speed zero they can't hit you back there's no drawback to being at speed zero until they start closing in Um, but specifically there's a title with the onager uh, called rake hell that's when you execute a nav command you can make a speed zero maneuver but then still make a you can turn, so what you actually do is you set in at like the the one-click point, and then you can turn it right or left by one for that maneuver. So if you use a token, you have a, a yaw value of one that you can turn and just angle a little bit, which makes kind of following a target from the side uh, very, very easy to do, or if they're trying to flank around you, you can adjust to, to fire as well.
1: Yeah, you just kind of set up a little turret at the corner of the board,
0: and mm-hmm. I've been generally off ships. I've been generally deploying my Onager in a far corner on one end, one end of the board or the other, um, to just sit there and and shoot from downtown. I believe I believe there's a, co- a combo with Cataclysm, one of the other titles, where you can actually shoot at the first activation of turn one, Ooh. which I know I've seen a lot of people talking about. I haven't tried it yet. Um, I like to get the game going a little bit before I start throwing dice so I can get some positioning going um, but it definitely also seems powerful the I mean with the test bed that's four red dice at double long range um, or four red three black at long close the onager star destroyer so the test bed is a cheaper one it has it's more focused on just being the super weapon. It has much lower dice arcs. It's only four in the front: uh, red, two blue, black, and then on the sides. It's two red and a blue, with the red, blue rear arc which it uses in its salvo. Uh, we'll talk about salvo in a minute. The other Onager, the Star Destroyer class, um, has two red, two blue, one black, which is a, a quite nice um, front arc, and then three red, and black out the sides, two red and a blue in the back. But then it's three red, two blue, two black for its special firing arc instead of the four red, three black. So it doesn't hit quite as hard, but it's more reliable with those blue dice in there. Uh, they both have a brace, a redirect, and a salvo, which is a new token they've added in that lets you counterattack. And then three command, three engineering, two squad on the Star Destroyer, one squadron on the testbed. So I actually ran one list that I was running a bomber fleet with the Star Destroyer class one, with the victory to back it up with some bombers but then i kept on keeping my bombers out of range of my auger so it didn't do any good i think i need to rework that list a little bit uh 10 hull both so decent maneuvering um a couple couple solid options as far as upgrades go
1: mm-hmm.
0: very specific ship but they have a little more flexibility than i was expecting How's the Starhawk cooking, wise
1: Well, for both the Mark I and the Mark II, the ship, the Starhawk, has fourteen hull. The Mark I, so far, is the only one that I've actually flown. There are some of the titles that only work on the Mark I. Oh, sure. Have that specification. Um, the Mark I also has more black dice in its. Uh, Firing arcs, whereas the uh, Mark II has only one black die in the front, but okay. all the rest of the arcs are written blue. Um, Command four, so that's been a new thing for me to work with. Yeah, that takes to plan getting used to. That far ahead, three squadron, four engineering.
0: It's a pretty standard large, stif- large ship.
1: Pretty standard. So yeah, probably the most. Exciting thing about the Starhawk is that it actually has eight dice out of a front arc or out of one arc at all at all. Um
0: without help, yeah, because Akbar was six dice usually from a home one, but then it added a couple from from your commander. But this is
1: true, but native. this is base. Eight die, which is super fun to roll. So for the Mark One Four red, two blue, two black, mark two, four red, three blue, one black. And six hull on the front. Shields. Sorry, six shields.
0: Six shields on the front.
1: Yeah, four but... on the sides, two on the rear. That was actually something that I was kind of having trouble with in the in my first few games is also because I'm used to flying Akbar constantly presenting those side shields
0: right which aren't as strong
1: which aren't as strong and then having to shift them from the front which i mean isn't so bad because then i have this nice little kind of bank of, of
0: shields, that shields that i can too.
1: redirect to um
0: but if you take it but trying to take it head on and wear down those shields is you take some pretty solid shots to be able to get through that mm-hmm I know, like, so far I've only been able to kill a Starhawk with, like, a Onager and a Star Destroyer of some form or or bombers all pouring into it. Basically my whole fleet just laying into the thing for a few rounds before it actually goes down. It's not quite as tough as a super, but it's a little less um, helpless, I would say, as far as, like, getting stuck in a position and just hit. Mm-hmm.
1: And I put, I had put H9s on... The starhawk, which meant that any kind of flotilla that got in that front arc was gone.
0: Even the side arcs are pretty reliably killing for flotillas at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, four dice, you get an accuracy, you roll a couple solid hits, or maybe throw a concentrate fire in there. Um, you're probably gone. Or you also use uh, some squadrons with your starhawk.
1: Yeah, I was using a kind of rogue ball. of... Hera, two X-Wings that she could give Rogue to. Yep. Then Kanan, Dash Rendar, and oh my gosh, what's her name? Ketsu. Ketsu Onyo. Yep.
0: Who played a really key part in our last game. Oh, yeah? Where Ketsu just sat on my uh, TIE Bomber Ball and said, You're stuck.
1: Oh, yeah. I was... I was very happy with that squadron ball because I was able to you generally have rogue for every squadron activation, so I didn't have to. I didn't have to do squadron commands. I still did yeah. on occasion because I wanted them to get somewhere first.
0: Four of them are bombers.
1: Four of them are bombers.
0: And then Kanan is not a bomber but raid is its own or assault or assault adding raid is its own issue mm-hmm. uh well and his special ability adds more raid tokens i know you hit me with two at once and i was uh
1: displeased. displeased oh but that was so fun
0: it's i mean it's not quite as bad as slicer tools most of the time but uh still not great
1: slicer tools they're not
0: favorite anyway um gross but yeah, so my my set that I ran is I ran when I ran the Star Destroyer build. I had a victory with it. I forget if it was. I think it was a one with Tua uh, and then oh no, it was a victory two with with gunnery teams and Tua, uh, UCMs. But then I had like four tie bombers, Gamma Jonas, so I could get accuracies for my Onager and Mauler, like a Jumpmaster and Tempest or something like that. Ended up being like eight squadrons. And one thing I've found with the Onager is it's sort of in that same points range as like a, a cheap Star Destroyer or an Interdictor. So you can run a two large or a l- large medium with it pretty easily. But it really likes having a bunch of squadrons. And I've taken it t- to just having like six TIE Fighters in the build just for deployment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my, my last iteration with it, which was an Oniger Kuat, uh, a couple Gazan'tes, but then it had... My my favorite Santa Gamma, and then six TIE Fighters. So I had four squadron deployments, plus my four ship deployments. It doesn't have Corvus anymore, like my first list did, which I'm kind of up in the air on. But I, I did enjoy both. Did
1: you love Corvus.
0: Corvus is great with a bunch of TIE Fighters, because I put my Raider down, and then I put down a bunch of TIE Fighters, and then most of the other person's fleet is deployed. And then I get my comms net out there and eventually my raider just goes somewhere else. Or sometimes that's in a good spot. Uh, but the onager getting able to find a spot on the board that's going to be having good fire on the enemy fleet with that uh, deployment advantage has been helpful. And I've noticed a lot of Starhawk fleets have fewer deployments.
1: Yeah, so for my Starhawk fleet so far, I just have Starhawk, Hammerhead uh transports and then my squadron ball I'm probably going to try again and just have a TRC90 okay. instead of the hammerhead but yeah being a base 140 ship you don't get that much wiggle room at least not without sacrificing a lot of upgrades
0: sure which i've i'd be interested to see it a little lighter upgrades it's one of those like and i think this is something you're running into with with your first time with it that I know I'm bad with my Star Destroyers often is you look at all those upgrade slots and you're like, oh, I have so much stuff I can put on this and then you throw it all on there and you're up like 70 points on your ship or 50 points.
1: I want all the toys. I mean, that's reasonable. I want all the toys on my new toy.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, and learning to kind of pare back. And again, that's something with Star Destroyers. My A lot of Super Star Destroyers are kind of led that way as well. I've seen a couple SSD builds that are only a few, but I mean they have like eight upgrade slots, and the Starhawk has like seven or eight also. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks like seven. Seven plus the title.
1: Plus the title. Yeah. And plus admiral.
0: Yep. Uh, speaking of admirals.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Starhawk came with a brand new admiral, Krista Agate, who I've actually quite liked. Now, with Krista Agate, you can put any non-scatter token onto your flagship and then also kind of works a little bit like ECMs, where you can discard one of your um, defense tokens in order to spend it. So if somebody were to accuracy your brace, you can discard the brace to still use it for that turn.
0: Yeah, But then on top of that, she also can add a second brace so you can be running around with two.
1: You can, which is pretty good. I I feel like you almost have to run her with the Starhawk, because the Starhawk itself does not have a defensive retrofit slot.
0: Would you say that you have to run her with the Starhawk, or the Starhawk has to be run with her?
1: Starhawk has to be run with her. Okay. That's what I've experienced so far. I would be interested to see starhawk with some other admirals but i worry that it wouldn't live so long sure without her
0: and and again that might be a point where you want to really kind of lighten on the upgrades
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: so like imperials because it's a ship expansion imperials also got a new commander uh general ramadi who allows makes it so your obstructed shots instead of losing a dice they gain a dice mm-hmm. um and that's i think believe it's any form of obstruction i haven't used them yet i'd have to look a little closer in um i've i know there's some folks that have been talking about it and getting some some crazy extra shots i'm not sold on it with the onager because i feel like you really have to engineer situations where you get um obstruction for yourself maybe an interdictor like grab shift reroute onager build would be interesting for it Mm because then you could pull all the obstacles in the way so they have to come through the obstacles to get your onager which is then getting extra dice against them.
1: That would be evil.
0: Yeah, it's kind of yeah.
1: Perfect for an imperial. Ouch. <laughs> well, also I'd be interested to see Krista Agate on the Liberty because yeah. Liberty also has the same problem where it does not have a defensive retrofit.
0: And it's a very maneuverable, hard-hitting ship. Otherwise, that I think its main survivability problem is that it doesn't have that defret drill.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's something I'm looking forward to trying. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then, are there any other upgrades that you've been putting onto the Onager um, that you've enjoyed?
0: The Onager I've been keeping uh, Veteran Gunners on, which mm-hmm. is a weapons team, which it has two weapons team slots, but it's a weapons team that allows you to uh, re-roll all the dice in your pool, or and by lets you... it. You have to re-roll all the dice in your pool. You can still spend a dice. All or nothing. Yep. You can spend an accuracy uh before you so it's out of the pool before you roll it. Um But that's it. It's you you re-roll all the dice. And I've had some some shots where it's only like two or three damage. And it's all reds and blacks. So the blacks are pretty reliable on getting hits if I if they're blank before. Reds are still fickle. Um but I have had some shots go from like 2 damage to like, 9 damage, which is a a huge improvement in it. It's a 5 point upgrade, and with that, uh, and then the the bombardment cannons, the particle cannons are 5, and I'll put Brunson on it, though I've been also thinking about putting some other officers in there um, instead, maybe like a Nita or something like that to give it an evade since they're sitting at long range so much, it would actually be interesting in the Onager vs. Onager uh, mirror match, that if you have their evade and you're shooting them from long range and they're just taking it, they're shooting you from long range and then you're canceling a couple of dice, uh, might be helpful. And, the, though the cell has come in handy, but with the test bed it's just one red, one blue is very lackluster I would say in the long term. So, uh... I think here
1: yeah so things that I've been putting on the Starhawk so far are h9 turbo lasers so yep. that you can get an accuracy uh, new card local fire control where you can re- where you must replace one of your defense tokens with salvo tokens so you can have two salvo tokens yeah and then I added wide area barrage.
0: It's a black crit that I don't think either of us used before. It's a black
1: crit that I actually didn't get a chance to really use in the last few games. Because either I didn't roll a crit, or it was the last crit anyway, and they were dead. It was the last thing anyway, and it was dead. Sure. And everything else was dead.
0: Yeah, since it's it's sort of like the, the particle cannons that there needs to be stuff around it, right? Because it does extra damage to... Yeah. Ships or squadrons near it, but they actually have to be near it, and if they're not, you get nothing out of it, so.
1: Mm -hmm. But for two points, it sounded like a...
0: Sure, yeah, sometimes you just tack on a couple. And then you had a title, one of the new titles that I found really obnoxious.
1: Oh, yeah, Amity. Amity allows you an evade defense token.
0: Does it change it to one of yours to an evade, or just adds? No, you gain. Ooh.
1: So, with Krista and Amity, I end up with six defense tokens.
0: Which is putting a... That's a pretty serious defense token backup to mm-hmm. have to to plow through.
1: And also getting an evade on a large ship is amazing.
0: Yeah, I definitely tried to take a couple shots on your Onager in a couple of games we've played, and...
1: I mean, on my Starhawk?
0: Or on your Starhawk, with my Onager, and you're just be like, oh, okay, okay, those two dice, and now it's instead of, like, seven damage, it's three or Mm -hmm. four, and then, you know, brace and all that. Um, But another thing Amity does is it changes the uh, overlapping rules, the ramming. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, you you may deal an additional one damage to each ship's, which I find kind of interesting because it's great for those kind of desperate moments of this ship only has two hull left. Right. I could run it over now and...
0: Except it's when they overlap you, isn't it? When an enemy ship overlaps you. So you can't run into them and do extra damage.
1: Yeah, but if they overlap you and they have the two hull left, you can decide, okay, fine, be gone.
0: <laughs> or even in a case where you might be running into something that just has significantly less hull than your Starhawk, which is anything that's not a Superstar Destroyer. Yep. Uh, an Imperial class isn't as like terrified, but you know, get, like a girl's on her hammerhead being like, I'm going to ram you for a face-up, and you just kind of look at it and be like, how about you take Two-Face down, <laughs> and do you want to try again? And they're just kind of sitting there like, uh,
1: no, Wait. I don't. Oh, yeah, Starhawk is all about punching back. The salvo token has been really fun.
0: Yeah, and they have pretty strong rear arcs, uh, two red and a black or two red and a blue. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, even at long range, that's a CR-90 front arc, or a CR-90A front arc that you're, you're throwing back at them. And those those repeated shots that, I mean, you had your um, local fire control, you had two salvos. And so every time in our game, when I was shooting you, you'd be shooting back. Um, and it was consistently taking more damage, and I didn't like it
1: especially if it's at like the end of a round and all these defense tokens have already been spent and you don't want to discard
0: yeah it makes it, it makes for some tough choices and sometimes it i think there was a couple times where i looked at you and i'm like i'm not attacking because if you sell me or actually no i i decided to attack and you sell me and it ended up killing my star destroyer
1: yep that was hilarious
0: um and i was just kind of sitting there like why did i even shoot you There was like no way I was going to kill your Starhawk. I was just going for some more last minute damage and it cost me a 160 point or 150 point something Star Destroyer because that was where my commander was.
1: I'm talking about it was a great decision. For me.
0: For you. Um, but yeah, for sure. So then, otherwise, we got.
1: I also put strategic advisors, just for my list, because I, I wasn't doing that many ships.
0: Oh, sure, so you get that extra activation. Oh, and, the, and the Starhawk does have two officer slots, mm-hmm. which
1: I really sh- should be playing with, oh, what's his name, Wellix...
0: Wellix Blisthex?
1: Wellix Blissex. Blah, 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 blah. Weslix Wiggly... Wesley... Wait... Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Wesley oh, Snipes. Okay. I should be playing with him on the ship because he allows you to regain a discarded defense type.
0: He's like Tag, but General Tag, for the the Imperial commander. But good. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. and yeah, and then I mean, because if you have two braces and they make you discard one, in the next turn you're like, hey, I have one back, and your opponent's just sitting there looking at you like, you do you what now? I need to roll double accuracies again. And then you're still just going to race anyway. It's it's pretty, pretty rough.
1: I also put leading shots and the crystal tractor beam. Oh yeah, on there. Leading shots just to have a re-roll option. I mean,
0: leading shots is almost a universal upgrade. If you have a uh, an ion cannon slot and dice and like a couple of blue dice, but mostly not blue dice, you, you just want it.
1: Mm-hmm. I might try Kakin and Sholan instead.
0: Sure, it has the gun rate, re- yeah, though <laughs> the, the weapon chain. team a lot. So you could do kick and in. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: the leading shots works on your salvos also. It does. So it's it's even more. Um, other things that you could try with dance. that, you could do uh, linked turbolaser turrets, mm-hmm. which also gives you some better anti-squad. That's only on red dice for rerolls, but I mean it has a, a pretty good amount of red dice, and you can reroll even your flax on that, or your uh, not your flax, but your um, salvos. You could do. Does it? Oh, the Mark II has red blue flak.
1: Yeah, red blue flak.
0: Oofta. Um or you could take what is it? Oh, uh intensify firepower pelta. Oh yeah. So I heard those are good. Oh yeah. I mean apparently, Actually
1: apparently that's the word on the street. Um yes we have heard of other people using the Starhawk, which Won two primes this weekend. It won two primes.
0: It won the second Chicago, I believe. I I should actually double check on that. I thought Nate Cota was running a second one. And then uh, Brian Schmidt won Seattle with a Starhawk. Mm -hmm. Starhawk build. Um, But yeah, just like a lot of the Starhawk is hitting back constantly, just constant weight of fire. And then, I mean, you really want that consistency with your dice before it to make sure it's always... Uh, punching back the onager since you only really got one big shot like veteran gunners like I said is is perfectly fine for it I've considered maybe taking a two and taking gunnery teams um, Because the ignition arc does count as part of the front arc so if I shoot out the ignition arc I can't flack out the front or I can't shoot another ship out the front and it has very limited side arcs like the the, the yellow dot for the line of sight on the side arc are really tight in instead of being out sort of towards the middle, that lets you actually get some lines on, uh, you basically have to have them directly on the line uh, to be able to make a side arc shot on another ship. And it's it's really tough to make two shots with it, so uh, I don't really bother too much with a bunch of multi-shot upgrades. Uh, maybe Screed would be good with it, since you only have one shot to, to discard a dice. Uh, otherwise, next weekend, Saturday the 29th of February here, um, Andy is running a leap to hyperspace tournament uh, for just a casual tournament tournament at Fantasy Flight Game Center. So if you're in the area or you're going to be going to be coming by, uh, swing in for that. Uh, you got some prize support up. You can look at it on the Twin Cities Armada uh, Facebook group. And we'll make sure we get some other. I could maybe find a, another way to link that information and get it out there uh, with him. So. Otherwise, I think that's all for today. Just talking about new stuff. Uh, got,
1: looking forward to trying some new things. Yeah,
0: Adepticon's coming up in about a month, so we'll be at Worlds in about four weeks.
1: Woo.
0: Yeah, but yeah, mostly just playing the new stuff, trying stuff out. I've been running a lot with kind of tried and true. Like, I get my Raider, I get my Kuat, I get my TIE Fighters, and then just swap out an Interdictor for an Onager. I think you've been a little more inventive with your list builds than I have, but I've definitely been looking at fiddling around a little more.
1: Yeah, I think I'll probably end up doing more experimentation with the Starhawk so that I can get that ready for Worlds. Yeah,
0: sounds good. All right. I think all right. that's all for tonight.
1: I'm Senator Faith.
0: And I'm Moff Ted. Remember to follow us on Instagram at AFFMOfficial and follow us through, you can either find us on Podbean or on com?
1: All right. Thank you all for listening and may the force be with you.